welcome to the Manifestation Bay podcast. My name is Katherine Zinkina, and I'm a manifestation expert, master mindset coach, and a multiple seven-figure entrepreneur. I'm obsessed with helping you achieve everything that you once thought was impossible. If you are looking to massively up-level your life, your finances, your relationships, your productivity and success, you have come to the right place. My goal in this podcast is to help you see the infinite potential within yourself to be, do, and have anything that your heart desires. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of mindset development to help you maximize who you are and where you're going. Leave it to me to provide you with the tools, the resources, the strategies, and teachings that you need to manifest a reality wilder than your wildest dreams. I know we're about to have so much fun together, so thank you so much for pushing play today, and now let's begin. I can't believe it's been almost two years since I've last hosted a live training. Well, consider this a manifestation because for the first time in almost two years, I'm hosting a live three-day money manifestation training called Cashflow. And the best part, it's absolutely free to join. We're going to be talking all about raising your financial set point, taking your power back when it comes to money so that it no longer has its hold on you, having money respond to you as the sovereign queen of money, not the other way around, becoming wealthy without frying your nervous system, the exact steps to accessing financial abundance for life, and so much more. You can sign up for this free training at manifestationbabe.com slash cashflow. Again, that's manifestationbabe.com slash cashflow. We start May 15th, and I can't wait to see you there. Hello, beautiful souls. It is Catherine from manifestationbabe.com. I am finally, finally back from a crazy, crazy trip across the world Um, literally across the world, going from Costa Rica, well, actually starting in LA, going to Costa Rica for 10 days, coming back for one night, not even 12 hours, making my way to Dubai, which is a city in the UAE, United Arab Emirates, if you're not familiar, Um, making my way to Abu Dhabi, which is another city in the UAE, and ending the trip in India, and exploring three cities in India in just four days. So to say that I'm a little bit jet lagged today is an understatement. Um, I literally came off of a 20 hour flight yesterday um, around 2 p.m. I came home and I slept between 5 p.m. and 5 a.m. So 12 hours of sleep and today I'm committing to a juice cleanse just to cleanse out anything that I may have picked up overseas because, you know, when you travel around the world, there's all kinds of different bacterias, different worms and parasites and different things, you know, all around the world and you never know what you're going to pick up. So I always do a cleanse. Today I'm cleansing. Um, I just finished a workout so I can sweat some stuff out and it feels really good to be back in LA. Um, I don't know if you remember from my last podcast episode, I was talking about how I was so badly and so like really trying hard to record a podcast episode that was not flowing for some reason. 
And I couldn't figure out why because I just came back from Costa Rica and before I got on my next flight, I really wanted to record an episode. And for some reason, I started and stopped that episode at least 10 times. And it's so funny. I think someone DM'd me the other day saying that perhaps the universe wanted you to hold on and wait until you've experienced... um, A country like India before you came home and recorded this podcast episode and I have to say I've been to a lot of third world countries but I've experienced nothing like nothing as extreme as a place like Varanasi India where people are so spiritually aligned and so happy but at the same time I've I haven't seen poverty like that in a really long time and it made me so appreciative of everything that I have back at home and everything that pretty much every first world has, like being able to count on clean water, being able to count on, um, you know, going to any restaurant and knowing that you're not going to get sick, Um, being able to not worry about the water that you're showering in, Um, knowing that you have, you know, a place to sleep and high quality food. And um, it's like, It's like I've really been reminded of just what a 0.0000001% life that I live. Um, And it's brought me right back into this incredible state of gratitude that I haven't felt in a really long time. And on top of that, being at a spiritual trip with Tony Robbins and really reconnecting with source and just counting all my blessings and not just even counting my blessings and knowing that I'm blessed, but reminding myself to continue being a blessing to others. And I had so many breakthroughs on this trip. I mean, I could easily record 27 podcast episodes out of just my life in the last 21 days, which means that I'm actually going to do a little bit of a podcast binge in terms of recording. So I think for the next three days, I have three episodes coming at you. So this episode that you're listening to currently is about how traveling the world changed my life and completely changed my mindset and how it can also change you as a person and completely change your perspective of the world and also how to make it happen. You know, no matter what your budget is, whether you're making a ton of money and you're already living your dreams or you have um, not as much money, not as much flexibility in your time or your income and you still want to travel the world because I was able to do it on $100 a day while going to college. So having very little time, very little money, and being able to still go to eight countries around the world in my four years of college, because that's how much I'm obsessed with uh, traveling. And speaking of traveling, I have heard from a lot of people, you know, from personal experience, being able to fly in two charter planes with um, a bunch of the Platinum Partners and And it's so weird to know that everyone on the plane, you know, is your friend. Like, we all know each other. And I was just, like, watching everyone, and everyone's talking about their fear of flying or how nervous they are, and they're asking, are there pilots, are any of us pilots, you know, just in case. And I realized how many people have fear of flying. And I am someone who used to take Xanax to get on a plane. Like, for me to get on an airplane, I had to pop a pill 30 minutes before boarding because the act of boarding itself would give me such anxiety that I wouldn't sleep for up to a week prior. You know, even traveling around the world with my boyfriend in college, 
Um, I used to get so nervous and no matter how many flights that I've been on, I would say at least three to four, you know, a year at that time, you know, not just like a two hour flight, but significant flights, eight hours at a time, 10 hours at a time, 15 hours to Dubai my first time and um, nothing would help. And finally, in the last five years, I've overcome my fear of flying. And that's not to say that if something happens, I won't freak out. But the fact that I can calmly sit through a takeoff, calmly chill, um, even sleep, that's brand new to me, and be completely calm during a landing is a really big deal for me. And I know that there's other people now out there who also struggle with the fear of flying that's probably preventing them from traveling the world. Maybe traveling the world is something on your bucket list. Maybe you have Pinterest boards dedicated to places that you want to travel, like your bucket list dreams. I know that I've had many, many Pinterest boards dedicated, dedicated to travel, and I'm someone who trained myself at a very early age. I'm very lucky in that I trained myself and I realized and I had awareness in the fact that I can't wait to overcome my fear of flying before taking action on all of my dreams and goals. And so even though I was petrified to get on an airplane, I still somehow managed to get through it. I would literally suffer for 12, 13, 14 hours um, just to get somewhere because I wanted to get there so badly. And I would just do whatever it took to get my booty on an airplane. And I would have anxiety just up the wahoo. Um, it was just crazy. I would be petrified. My heartbeat would be going so fast. I would have so much adrenaline pumping through my veins that even the highest dose of Xanax that my doctor prescribed to me um, would only help me just enough to where I don't feel fully crazy on an airplane, but I would still not be able to fall asleep because that's how much adrenaline is pumping through my system. So I want to record an episode for that. I want to sit down and I want to explore and discover kind of the step-by-steps of what helped me. And I know that it's purely a mindset and it's purely a perspective and a way of thinking because nothing in the way that I act has necessarily changed. It's more of how I think and what I have, what I believe now. So the new beliefs that I needed to adopt in order to no longer be afraid of flying. Um, and then the third episode that I want to create, which is probably tomorrow... Um, I want to split up the traveling ones and do one on the biggest breakthrough that I've received in the last, like if I were to look at the last three years of, you know, my life, just me having so many breakthroughs and my life just radically changing. Um, I want to say that a breakthrough that I had in the last two weeks has been probably one of the biggest. And I think it's going to be one of the most life changing and I'm still processing it, and but it's really cool to finally know the very cause behind my personality growing up, um, why I am the way I am, why I'm afraid of the things that I'm afraid of. Like I finally found the root cause, and it came down to a couple of amazing questions that Tony asked us on the spiritual trip that I want to share with you the exact questions and kind of like what um, I discovered from what I've answered, you know, kind of like my answers, at least the stuff that isn't too private, I will gladly share with you and show you how the answers that I wrote down for those, those journaling questions literally shaped me in who I am today. 
Um, and I finally got down to the root cause of my fears and I'm so excited to work through them and know that this no longer has to hold me back, that this is no longer my story. This is no longer my identity, but it was kind of hard for me to work through it in the past because I was, I didn't see it. I didn't yet see why I am the way I am. So that's going to be a really awesome, a podcast episode, I believe. And I'll be sharing that with you tomorrow. So if you are currently listening to me on the podcast or maybe you're live streaming with me right now on Instagram or on Facebook, just know that there's plenty of goodies coming your way this week because I feel so re-inspired, you guys. After traveling um, over the last 30 days and realizing, not like realizing for the first time, but having a reminder of just how blessed we are. Like if you are listening to me on a smartphone right now, if you're watching me on Instagram, if you're watching me on Facebook, you are the 0.0001% of the entire effing world. If you have more than $10 in your bank account right now, you are richer than 80% of the world. And so I believe it's almost like this is for me personally, but perhaps you'll resonate with this. Like I look at the fact that I live in Los Angeles in the first world country, the United States, I literally have access to every freaking resource I could possibly want and to have any excuse to not succeed or any excuse to not put myself out there, any excuse to not reach my business goals, reach my personal goals, my relationship goals, like every goal that I set for myself, I have zero fucking excuses. And I just want to remind you that if you are currently watching me, listening to me, you are a 0.0001 percenter and you have access to resources that so many people around the world don't have access to. And the fact that you keep living in your excuses, guys, you have zero excuses. You have every effing resource that you could possibly need to make your dreams come true. The only thing holding you back is literally what's going on in your mind, what's going on in your thoughts, your beliefs. Um, you, you are the only thing standing in your own way, which is a great thing to know because you can work through that. And my podcast and my social media and my whole business is dedicated to helping you get out of your own way, helping you eliminate the limiting beliefs that are holding you back and creating new empowering beliefs so that everything is finally in alignment with all of your desires. Okay. All right. So this podcast episode, now that I've done a long 12 minute intro, this podcast episode is all about how traveling the world changes your mindset and makes you a better person. But as usual, I like to add some background information. So I want to talk a little bit about when I started traveling, why I love to travel, why I'm so crazy about traveling, and um, give you some background information on that. Um, then I want to share with you a little bit of more insight and in how I made traveling the world possible on just $100 per week uh, income while I was in college. And then how I have five points for you on how traveling the world does change your mindset and make you a better person. And then I have a special invitation at the end for you, um, a traveling opportunity that you can do with me next March, um, March of 2019. Yeah, 2019, which is super exciting. So let's go right into the background information. Um, my travel bug, where did it start? So Growing up, my family had very little money and the concept of taking a vacation didn't exist until I was at least 11 years old. So the first 11 years of my life 
We did not go on vacation. There is no such thing as us leaving the country, let alone the state, let alone the city. I don't think I left LA until I was um, 11 years old. Actually, yeah, 11 years old. I think the first place that I traveled to was San Jose when I was 11 in sixth grade because my mom and I were visiting um, my stepbrother. Uh, we were house sitting his house and his mom, his biological mom, which is my stepdad's ex-wife and his stepdad were going across the country and someone needed to watch Daniel, my stepbrother, um, and basically watch the house. So that was like my first trip, San Jose. And I thought I was balling. And then about a year later, I would say my mom and my dad both started to travel to Mexico. And this is when um, finally, their income started to grow and they decided to go on a family vacation at least once a year. And that family vacation once a year was to go to Mexico. So Cancun, if you're familiar, Cabo San Lucas, if you're familiar, those are the first places that I started to go. And I didn't know any life outside of Los Angeles and Cancun. So I thought that vacation and traveling the world meant these beautiful crystal clear uh, water, um, you know, beaches. Uh, and sand and five-star resorts and all-inclusive and blah, blah, blah. And that was amazing. But I didn't know anything outside of that. And I had no desire either because I was never exposed to traveling. I was never exposed to anything like, you know, taking a 20-hour flight to a place like India or going to um, Russia or Australia or Bali or any of the places that I've been. It wasn't on my mind because I believe that only when something you're exposed to something, when you see something on Instagram or you see something on the internet or someone talks about something, then you're like, wait a second, that exists? That's really interesting. And until you know what exists or doesn't exist, how do you know to desire it or not? So this was never a desire of mine. Um, it wasn't until my family decided to go to Russia when I was 16 years old that I swallowed some sort of pill, some, you know, caught some sort of travel bug to where I was so hungry to travel that I was like, I would literally shake. Like I would just go on Expedia or go on Pinterest or, or go anywhere on the internet and just create travel itineraries and pretend like I'm going somewhere. Or I'd go on, um, I, I would follow like an account on, um, did Instagram exist back then? I don't think it existed. So I'd go on Pinterest or go on the internet, go on YouTube and just watch travel videos um, and just dream of going other places because all of a sudden, it was like exciting to me. I was like, what else is out there? What else is out there? So when I was 16 years old, my parents decided to go back to Russia. And I don't know if you guys know or not, um, especially if you're brand new to listening to this podcast or brand new to the Manifestation Babe world. I was born in Ukraine, um, but I am about 75% Russian, 25% Ukrainian. I speak fluent Russian and my parents immigrated to actually my whole family that I'm closest to. So like my grandparents and my mom and dad. We immigrated to Los Angeles when I was just one years old, and my parents left their affluent lifestyle in Russia, whatever is considered, um, actually it was in Ukraine, whatever is considered affluent to a Ukrainian. So having a nice house, um, being 
I think my grandpa and my um, dad were like the bosses of this like meat factory, which in the Soviet Union, if you have access to high quality meat, you are a baller. Like you have everything that you could ever want, but that also invites the mafia to come in and the mafia to try to control things. So that's pretty much what was the last straw that um, caused us to immigrate to Los Angeles was because we already had family in LA and we've always thought, um, I say we as if like I was there participating, (laughs) but before I was born, my family always dreamt of coming to the United States because pretty much, you know, to any Russian, like, there is this thing called the American dream and the American dream can only be achieved if you live in America. And so this is something that people would always fantasize over. Um, What caused us to finally move was when I was a baby, my uh, dad somehow got in, like made a, a deal that went wrong or something happened with the mafia and the mafia just went crazy on my family and started to threaten us, um, started to make our life there a living hell. My mom had to keep a gun in my crib. Um, My mom had to keep guns in every single corner of the house. Every day the phone ring and someone would basically say, you know, as soon as my mom, it's like literally in a movie, my mom didn't even have to answer the phone. And on the other end, someone would be talking about how if we don't pay up X amount of dollars that um, we're going to kill your wife, we're going to kill your baby, we've been watching you, we know you where you are, we, we, you know, like we know exactly where you are, um, you have no control over the situation, like we're going to come and kill you. And so literally like in a movie, then around three in the morning, Uh, My parents finally, my grandpa made the decision for all of us to get in the car at three in the morning and just get the hell out of there. So my parents gathered $900 total for a family of five. So me as a baby, my mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, they gathered the money, $900 and I think like three or four suitcases. And that was it. We just fled. We just got the hell out of there. And thankfully we had our paperwork, documentation, everything was Um, set for us to legally immigrate to the United States. So everything aligned in the most blessed way. And I'm so, so grateful for it because when I went back to Russia, it was very interesting because I have a lot of family in Russia and family in Ukraine. And I just got a glimpse of what my life would have been like if we were to stay in Russia. And the differences are freaking incredible and incredible in the way that some are shocking. um, And it just, the quality of life is completely different. The mindset's completely different. The opportunities are completely different. And I'm just so, so grateful. Like when every 4th of July or every Thanksgiving, when we have these American holidays and we're celebrating America, um, my family gets extremely emotional and I get extremely emotional and I'm just such a proud, proud, proud immigrant. And I know that our country isn't perfect. Our president is who knows what, like, there is nothing in this political system that I agree with. There's so much that could be improved. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like every country has its pros and cons, right? Based on compared to where I've been in the world thus far, though, I would always choose the, a country like the United States. I feel very, very, very blessed for being here. Um, and it was just a huge eye-opening experience for me. It was my first time that I saw life outside of you know the United States and a five-star resort in Mexico. Um, And at the same time, 
I saw some really cool stuff. Like we went to Moscow and I saw the Red Square. I saw these beautiful buildings and I was like, wow, I wonder what Europe looks like. You know, this is like Europe, but now I want to go to Paris. Now I want to go to um, Italy. Like there's so many places that I want to go to. And after I came home from, from Russia and around this time is when actually, no, I will explain that on my uh, episode on... Um, what am I talking about? The fear of flying. So I'll talk a little bit about, you know, you know, how did I get fear of flying? Because I actually got it when I was a kid um, on a flight to Mexico, but I'll save that for another episode. So um, around this time, you know, this is when I have severe fear of flying, but I wanted to travel the world so bad that I just didn't care. <laughs> like I just had Xanax prescribed to me and I was like, screw it. I'll take a pill. I'll get an airplane and I'll go. So in college, comes college. Um, I'm 18 years old and my mom finally lets me travel the world with my now ex-boyfriend, Ed. And we decide to, I remember it took us a whole year to save up for our very first trip to Europe. I wanted to go to Europe so bad. So we saved up for Paris, which in between Russia and this trip, I actually did go to Paris. Um, my stepdad actually took me to Paris um, in between. So this, this would be my second time. I really wanted to go to a place like South of France. I really wanted to go to Rome, Venice, and Florence. And so it took us an entire year to save up for this trip. And I remember saving every single penny because at this time I was working at the movie theater. And at the movie theater, I was working my Fridays, full Saturday, so sometimes pulling double shifts, um, and also working on Sundays as well, sometimes pulling double shifts, uh, not including all of the courses that I was taking at the time. So full time is 15 credits. I was taking 18 credits, and I also have a three-hour commute. So my personal development journey kind of started on that three-hour commute in college when I started to listen to some podcasts and audiobooks and got introduced for the first time to people like Shalene Johnson and Lewis Howes. Um, and so it was funny because I was really efficient in college. I lived at home. I used my um, commute to do my personal development. And then I saved every single penny. I didn't eat out once. Um, we paid the minimum for gas. We paid the minimum for like things like the toll bridge between Gig Harbor and Tacoma in order to get to Seattle. And I had a three hour commute every single day. Um, and I saved every single penny and guys, it got as extreme as me literally yelling at my ex-boyfriend for buying a cheeseburger that cost $3. And I literally, <laughs> this is my life as a penny pincher. I got so upset with him and I thought that the difference that $3 would make was massive at the time. And we had like the separate bank account that was dedicated just for Europe. It took us a year to finally save up for an airplane, all of the hotels and everything in between. And I counted every single penny to make it happen. And in that four years, every single break, we would go to Los Angeles or a foreign country. So sometimes we go to LA because we'd only have a week. Um, during, you know, the right at the end of summer break, 
We ended up going to Thailand, to the UAE, a couple countries in Europe, a couple countries in the Caribbean, and it was just became this obsession. And I remember thinking to myself, like, I cannot wait till I graduate from college, get my medical school degree, become a doctor and have more money so that I could travel the world and not be a budget traveler because we were budget travelers. We weren't staying at hostels, but we were staying at very low end, like one star or two star hotels with a shared bathroom. And we were eating on like 30 euros a day. So I'd eat a lot of sandwiches, eat a lot of street food. We just made it happen. And along the lines, crazy stuff would happen. Like our hotel would, um, for some reason, they'd lose a reservation. Him and I ended up homeless. Like we call it homeless, jokingly, in Italy, trying to walk from hotel to hotel. Pretty much every hotel was sold out. Finally, there was a guy who saw me crying and offered me like a special rate in his hotel that typically costed like 300 euros, but we were offered it for like 50 euros or something. And he was like my angel, my saving grace. Um, it was, there was so many adventures, so many eye-opening experiences, so many things that happened in that traveling. And when I finally graduated from college and started my beach body business and then started Manifestation Babe, I made a really hard decision um, uh, with myself um, at that time where I decided to forego a life of traveling the world for just, um, I actually didn't know how long it would take, but I remember literally saying, Catherine, I had this conversation with myself, like, Catherine, would you rather penny pinch right now and take just like one trip a year or would you rather forego a couple of these vacations reinvest that money back into your business, back into your personal development. You know, some of that money went to my Tony Robbins investments um, and the books and the courses that I've taken to get me to where I am. I decided to forego a life of travel for two years in order to finally have the kind of income that I desire and that I need in order to be able to travel limitlessly. You know, being able to travel business costs, being able to stay in five-star hotels, being able to go anywhere I wish and knowing that the next destination that I want to go to because I have so much time freedom is just a flight away. And um, so I made that decision. I, I decided on the short-term sacrifices. I made the short-term sacrifices in exchange for long-term rewards. And I think that um, that really shaped me and who I am today in itself. And I don't remember which episode number it is, but I do have a podcast episode on sacrifice and how sacrifice is actually um, a very abundant mindset if you do it right. Because your ego is very linked in. You know, there's this inner child within us. There's this ego. There's this survivalistic brain that we all have. And the ego really wants you to have everything now. But your higher self knows that if you just sacrifice your Netflix now, if you just sacrifice, you know, some travel right now or, or going out to a bar or going out to fancy restaurants, you know, instead of doing it once a month, why not sacrifice them right now? Um, invest your money in the right places and then within a couple years you can go to that fancy restaurant every freaking night if you want to you can travel the world without limits you can stay anywhere you can fly business class you can fly first class you can do anything that you want you know foregoing netflix in exchange for actually having full days off where you can just lounge around take yourself to a spa and be able you know the tv shows are always going to be there and so i have a podcast episode on that if you're curious 
to develop more of that mindset and to ask yourself, what can I sacrifice right now in order to have unlimited of whatever I want later on in life? So meanwhile, in these two years, I visualized the crap out of traveling the world. I had Pinterest accounts, Pinterest boards. I would follow every single world traveler on Instagram. I just knew and I set an intention that there's going to come a time. And I didn't know the time. And this is when I was living on my grandma's couch. This is when I was living in a cockroach infested apartment with Brennan for five months. Um, where, you know, I would just every single day remind myself that there's going to come a time where I can just be able to travel the world uh, unlimited, be able to go to a new country every single month, have no boss to tell me, you know, whether I can or can't go, um, not have to worry about what's in my bank account before booking the flights, booking the hotels, and not even having to have everything set up um, in advance. Because when I was in college, I had to know exactly where we're staying, the hotel. I had to have everything pre-planned because if you pre-plan it, you can catch some better deals. Rather than sometimes Brenda and I will travel to a country with no hotel, um, except for the first night, and we just kind of figure it out. We don't even know when we're coming back. That's pretty much what happened in Australia. We booked a one-way ticket. We booked three nights in Sydney, and we just took it from there. And it was amazing. And I didn't always have that. And that lifestyle is what I always visualized. So what you visualize for yourself, what you set an intention on, I promise you guys, it will come true. You just have to make the necessary sacrifices. You just have to make the necessary mindset shifts. And you just have to never take no for an answer. If your mind is telling you no, if your ego is telling you no, you do not listen. You keep going and you never freaking give up and have, you know, have the patience, have the necessary patience. It could have taken me five years. It could have taken me 10 years, but I knew that when I would have the lifestyle of my dreams, it would all be worth it. I didn't care if it took me one year, two years, five years, 10 years. I just knew that there would come a day where I could be, do, and have anything that I want. Um, and even having the kind of lifestyle that I have today, you know, it's not like I have stopped growing. It's not like I have stopped desiring more. There's still so much more out there for me and I barely scratched the surface. And same thing goes for you. You've barely, there's so much more out there for you and you've barely scratched the surface as well. Um, so long story short, you know, that's a little bit of the background information for you, but up until present day, I have to say that all the countries that I've been to, all the experiences that I had, um, Everything that's led, led up to, you know, who I am today has totally shaped me in my mindset, in my life. And I believe that traveling has completely made me a better person. Um, and you might be someone who wants to travel the world, but doesn't know how or doesn't have the income or doesn't have the time. I just want to remind you that you don't have to do it often. If you can't do it often, like as often as I do, I think I travel a pretty crazy amount. Um, at least do it once a year and do it really big or even once every other year and just do it really big. Go somewhere exotic. Go somewhere that you takes you completely outside of your comfort zone. Treat yourself to luxury like you've never experienced before. You know, buy that business class ticket and just open yourself 
to a whole new level because the moment your mind sees a new level and the moment you desire a new level um, and the moment you tell your brain that it is important to you, your mind, your reticular activating system will literally start filtering, filtering your reality, distorting, deleting, and generalizing things appropriately um, to get you exactly what it is that you want. Meaning it will literally... Um, It'll, it, it will literally make you tune into conversations that have to do with your goals. It'll make you tune in with, to opportunities that have to do with your goals. It will literally tune you into um, you know, anything and everything that you need in order for you, in order for this goal to become your reality. Um, but if you don't tell your mind what's important, if you don't use that self-talk in an empowering way, in a directed way, if you don't direct energy towards your goals, then nothing will happen. But if you set the intention of just doing it big, at least once a year, then magic will start to happen. So here's how to do it. Save up, prioritize your spending. So this is really important because I think that a lot of people look at traveling the world as something that's really high cost or something that very people, very few people can afford to do. And they look at it as this extreme luxury. But I honestly think that it is a necessity. I think that it changes your mindset and changes your perception of the world that so many, especially in America, I see so many people live in these boxes and they're so closed-minded and they have no idea that there's life outside of their town. They have no idea that there's life outside of their country, out of their city, out of their state. And they don't know how blessed they are because they're just living in this box and they complain about all the things in their life and they complain about their job and they complain about their relationship and they complain about all of these first world problems and they don't know that they are literally 0.0001% of the world, which I think that the moment you realize that, you start to treat everything and everyone in your life differently. Um, you know, I talk about the 10-10-10 rule. Um, the 10-10-10 rule comes from my book, Unleash Your Inner Money Babe. And basically, it's where you save 10% of your income, you invest 10% of your income, and then you spend 10% of your income on something that makes you happy. And 10-10-10 rule is a great place to start if you think that you don't have a budget for traveling. Um, being able to save 10% of your income for that vacation. So maybe that, that part where you're, you're spending money on yourself to help you feel abundant goes towards that luxury trip, goes towards that vacation across the world. It goes towards something that will give you such an experience that no material thing could ever compare to. And if I, you know, I believe in having it all and I believe that it's not a matter of um, uh, either or, it's a matter of and, but if you were to give me a choice of, Catherine, would you rather have an amazing house, an amazing car, an amazing clothes, and all that your handbags, or forego all of that for a life of just being a digital nomad, I would definitely take the life of being a digital nomad because I love it that much, and I want you all to experience it. Um, maybe there's something that you're going to sacrifice that's less important to you. So for instance, I really love these green juices that I drink all the time when I'm in Los Angeles. I really love high-end coffee. I really love, there's so many luxuries that I really, really love, but in the past I had to sacrifice them. And I don't think that enough people realize that these 10, five to $10 purchases that they're making on some sort of luxury, like, you know, their favorite cup of coffee or a juice or, um, you know, 
having, you know, new clothes every single season or having a new handbag every season or, um, you know, whatever it is that they splurge their money on. If you just sacrifice that thing that's slightly less important, um, you can absolutely travel the world. And then also, you guys, just go. Um, set the intention. Because when you set an intention and when you seriously intend on going somewhere, like I used to create these fake itineraries with every intention that they're, that one day they'll be real. And the universe has this way of rearranging things and making things happen and showing you the deal. Um, manifesting cheap plane tickets, manifesting cheap hotels, that's something I got really good at. If you were to ask me some of the things, some of the early things, like early Catherine Zinkina, what she would manifest on a regular basis, for some reason I couldn't really manifest money, but I could always manifest really good travel deals. And it's so funny because I remember staying in these five-star resorts um, across the world every now and then with my ex Ed and for some reason I would find these deals for like $50 to $100 a night. That's it. And I believe that because I was so serious and so intentional about going, the universe always blessed me with a deal. The universe is always like, here you go. And I would always look at something, like I would look at purchasing plane tickets or look at purchasing hotels in the right timing every single time. And when you really set the intention of, you know what, I'm just gonna go, I'm gonna set the date, you put it in your calendar and you start looking for the plane tickets, looking for the hotel, looking for all those things, the universe will absolutely make it happen. And I was in Costa Rica actually with my mom and one of her friends, Carly. And Carly's never been anywhere outside of the country until she came to Costa Rica with us. And she really wants to go to Greece and she's actually coming on my retreat in Bali. And my mom and I remember sitting there and we were just telling her like, mark your calendar right now. Open up your calendar, um, set a date for Greece, set a date for Bali, which Bali already has dates because she's coming on my retreat. And the universe, you know, whatever you need to figure it out will happen, but you have to show it how serious you are in the first place. And I travel the world earning just $100 a week, like total. That $100 a week went towards food, went towards textbooks, went towards gas, went towards my car, and somehow I still made it happen. And so I believe that if I were able to travel the world on just $100 a week, um, you know, in college, being a college student, then you can too. There's absolutely no excuses. So here's how traveling changes your mindset and makes you a better person. Number one, it puts everything, everything, everything into perspective. And I know that I've mentioned this a couple times, but here's um, also another way of how I look at it. When I started to travel, I realized just how small my problems are. You know, when I'm sitting at home, even like every now and then when Brennan and I um, are in Los Angeles for a couple months and we're working, I'll notice that a problem will come up in my business and I'll notice that there's some problem in our relationship or a problem in, you know, our family life or some sort of problem arises. And when we feel stuck in one place, when we're just parked in our apartments, this problem can expand. It's like all, it seems like it's all pervasive. 
it just expands you know it's as big as me it's as big as my apartment all of a sudden the problem is as big as my neighborhood and as big as Los Angeles and I just feel like no matter where I am this problem is so huge and it's so pervasive and it's gonna ruin my life and oh my god it's the end of the world and I have no idea what to do about it and having had traveled the world And especially when we are traveling the world while this problem is still existing. When I look around and we go to, for instance, we land in Paris or we land in Dubai or we land in the Caribbean or somewhere or Australia, I realize how many people there are around the world, how big the world is and how life is still going on, no matter the fact that I have this problem at home. And it just makes my problem so freaking tiny where I'm like, Catherine, even though you have this problem, there are parts around the world in which your problem does not exist. Like your problem really isn't that big. So stop making it out to be as big as a freaking world because it really isn't. It's probably just as big as you or as big as your apartment. It's not pervasive. It is not permanent. Um, and you need to put it into perspective. And the moment I see that life goes on, regardless of the problems that I have, all of a sudden my problem becomes an illusion. And when I have stepped outside of the problem and changed my environment, all of a sudden I'm more tuned into the solution. And I think that way too many people are just stuck. They're stuck in the same town with the same friends, with the same mindset, um, and they haven't seen anything outside of their current environment. Like some people have been stuck in their environment for 10 20, 30, 40, 50 years. And it's no wonder that they feel like everything is pervasive and they feel like everything is permanent and they think that their reality is absolute reality. And I think that traveling the world has helped me shift this, um, helped me realize that I can shift my reality as soon as I can just um, snap my fingers. And that's been super powerful for me. Just having that perspective, being able to step outside of the box and tune into the solution 10 times faster. And number two, you become comfortable with spontaneity. This is really great for control freaks. So most of my life, I have been a just type A, really tight, really tense control freak. And I wanted to control everything. And I think that this was the biggest thing that got into the, got in my way, got into the way of my manifestation journey was the fact that, you know how I say let go of the how, and most of you get caught up in the how and the details of how it's going to happen and what if it doesn't happen and when is it going to happen and who, you know, just like you, you have all these questions that you ask yourself and all these crazy thoughts go through your mind and you just want to control, control, control. Like you want to control the timing of everything. You want to control everyone's actions. Actions, you want to control everyone's schedules. If anything happens to your schedule, God forbid. Well, I used to be one of those people. And when I started to travel the world, you know, control goes right out the window. There is no way you can control anything anymore. And I think that that's been such a great um, uh, just school for me, like learning lesson, a great trainer for me is the whole planet in teaching me that I am not in control. Um, there is no such, such thing as control. Everything is an illusion. The only constant in this world, the only constant in your life is change and you have to learn to be comfortable with it. 
and learning to be comfortable with uncertainty, I think is the biggest thing, especially when, you know, if you're someone who's building a business or you're someone who is on this path to success, there's a lot of uncertainty on this path. You don't know what might happen. There's going to be problems. Like my friend James Wedmore, he talks a lot about how so many people have this illusion that there's going to come a time where you stop having problems in your business or you stop having problems in your life. But the very fact that you are in business and you're solving problems for people means that there's always going to be a problem in your business or a problem in your life. There's always going to be something that you need to work on. And when I started traveling the world and started to come across things like canceled planes, canceled trains, hotels getting canceled, being homeless, homeless, I'm saying it in quotes, in Italy, um, arriving in New York City and realizing that the hotel that I booked hasn't yet been built. Like I paid for the hotel, but it hasn't been built yet. And so I arrived to a construction zone and this is actually around the time when I was broke um, and my ex and I were no longer together, but we went to New York as friends and I had literally no money, like no money at all. Um, and I was just freaking out because I was like, okay, this is crazy. Like, where are we going to stay? We ended up calling Expedia and Expedia is like, oh my God, we're so sorry. Here's another hotel that we will put you in. And my ability to just solve problems and not freak out and just focus on the solution so that I can attract the solution has been monumental in my life, in my business and my manifestation journey. Because all of a sudden by traveling the world and coming across all the spontaneity of just like, you don't know, like in India, for instance, when Brennan and I were in India, um, you know, there, you can't drink all of the water. You can't eat all of the food because a lot of the street food, um, you know, it's just like, who knows what's in it. And our digestive systems are not built for processing some of the stuff that's abroad. And you just like never know, like, what if you got, what if you get sick? What if you pick up a parasite? What if you on accident swallow tap water in a country in which ha doesn't have clean tap water, which I've done many, many times before, like in Indonesia. And um, it's like, there's just no, there's no, there's no control there. There's no constant, there's no guarantee. And I think that's a great reflection of just how life is, where you just don't know um, when the change is coming. You don't know whether your life is going to look the same from one day to another and just being comfortable in that and and learning how to deal with uncertainty very, very quickly has totally shaped me into being a better person because I don't freak out anymore. I don't take out frustration on others. If a plane gets canceled or if something goes wrong, I don't yell at people. Um, I don't scream. I don't cry when I did do that in the past way 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 in the past because i used to be one of those insane people who like if things weren't in control then i felt like my whole life was out of control um number three you really appreciate all of the small things back home you see just how first world everything you complain about is i think that so many of us get so caught up in complaining about the things in our life but when you travel to a third world country you know, depending on which one you travel to, you really see just how blessed you are. You really see that, wow, I can go up to my sink and I can drink the water and know that I'm not going to get sick. I can go to any restaurant and know that I'm not going to get sick. 
Um, you know, relative to some places, we have really clean air here in the United States. And I know that sounds insane because there's obviously a lot of pollution in cities like Los Angeles, cities like New York, but the level of cleanliness that we experience here in the United States, the, the, the level of um, regulations that exist to, you know, control the sanitation and control um, certain things in our day-to-day -day life is completely different than other places in the world. And when you realize, you're like, wow, I'm seriously bitching about this first world problem. Like, I'm, I'm literally bitching about, um, you know, how my spouse treated me the other day or what my spouse said when I'm lucky enough to have him in my life in the first place. Or, wow, I'm really bitching about this t the taste of this food at this restaurant when I'm really lucky to be eating it in the first place. The fact that it's clean, the fact that I can trust it, the fact that it exists, the fact that I have food in my belly, like that is a blessing in itself. Or when you're bitching about traffic, you guys, like at least you have a car. When you're bitching about a delayed plane, like at least you have the money to buy a plane ticket to get on an airplane because there's so many people in this world who have never experienced life outside of their town, life outside of their city, life outside of their country. Um, number four is you're forced to step outside of your comfort zone. So this is a really useful skill in growth because um, it's so funny. Now, you know, I remember my first time abroad by myself, um, actually not 100% by myself with my ex-boyfriend, and we both didn't know what in the world we're doing. And I remember being so terrified of like what could happen that that was like the biggest step outside of my comfort zone at that time that I can remember. And now I feel so comfortable and actually so at home being in a foreign country. And sometimes I feel more at home being in a foreign country than I do in my own home. I just feel at home no matter where I am in the world. And stepping outside of my comfort zone also, another thing I wanted to mention is being comfortable with spontaneity. A lot of people ask me how I've been able to build my business while traveling the world. And quite honestly, it is the experience of constantly experiencing spontaneity where I learned that, you know, the, the fact that I'm not in control, I can't control perfect Wi-Fi. I can't control, you know, the times when information flows through me or doesn't. I can't control my ideas. I can't control, they're like, there's so many factors that I can't control. And just being able to go with the flow and being able to record a podcast whenever I can get to it and being able to launch when it's time to launch and being able to, um, you know, live stream whenever I can and just like, all these things in my business that require my spontaneity, uh, traveling the world has really helped me with. And stepping outside of my comfort zone, as I'll share in another podcast episode around the breakthrough that I had around why I've been so afraid of my own voice for so long and getting to that root cause of why that's happened and, and why I am the way that I am and being empowered to now know the cause and being able to change it, um, you know, being the fact that I've been able to step out, step so far outside of my comfort zone in a monumental way is because of traveling the world again. Because I'm constantly, the moment I land in a foreign country, I don't know the language. Um, I don't know what might happen. I don't know what's going on. Like, I don't know, you know, is it safe? Is it not safe? Like, I just don't know. You don't really know because it's not your own home. And so you are you are getting accustomed to being outside of a comfort zone to where when you're finally back home in your comfort zone, 
there are other ways in which you can step outside your comfort zone, like in your business, stepping on stage and speaking, writing a book, um, presenting something, pitching something, starting a business, offering something, whatever it is that you do, it's going to be so much easier for you because you've done it in such a big way um, to where every other step outside your comfort zone is just so minuscule, min, minuscule, minuscule, whatever the word is, um, on this grand like global scale. And that also pertains to point one, which is, you know, your problems are freaking tiny and they're just an illusion. And then the last tip, uh, or the last, is it a tip or a reason? Like, what, I don't even know what it is. The last reason why traveling changes your mindset and makes you a better person is you teach yourself to be resourceful and it helps you gain confidence. Again, relating to the fact that you're stepping outside your comfort zone and the fact that you're getting really comfortable with spontaneity, when you travel, like you have to be resourceful sometimes. You don't know the language, for instance, and God forbid you get sick abroad and you have to go to the pharmacy. Well, you have, you're going to have to be really resourceful in explaining what's wrong, explaining what you need and trying to get the proper medication. Like for me, when I get heartburn abroad, that's kind of what happens. I go to the pharmacy and before I do, I, I Google, you know, which, you know, what is the equivalent of Tums? in France? What is the equivalent of Tums in India? What's the equivalent of Tums in, you know, whatever country? And just being able to think on the fly, think on the spot, and be resourceful with the resources that you have will make you a tremendously, tremendously successful person in other areas of your life too. Um, and again, as I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast episode, like the fact that you're watching me, the fact that you're listening to me right now means that you have no excuse but to be successful because you have all the resources. It's not a matter of you lacking resources. It's a matter of you lacking resourcefulness. Okay, so those are my five reasons. Um, That is my background to why I love to travel, how much I love to travel, and how you can travel too. And I wanted to share with you guys an invitation of an experience to come travel the world with me and step outside your comfort zone and be more spontaneous and also experience a new level of growth on a spiritual level, on a mindset level, on a personal level. So I actually have just three spots left. to my retreat next March, March 2019. Uh, the exact dates, if you go to manifestationbabyretreat.com, again, that's manifestationbabyretreat.com, you will see the exact dates and all the information for my next retreat. And my retreat in Bali is probably my favorite freaking time of the year. It's my favorite experience because I'm able to take women out, literally outside of, your, out of outside of their comfort zone. Um, I've had women who came to my retreat who have never left their left their country, never gotten on an airplane by themselves, um, have never experienced a world like Bali, and it's been so awesome to not only help them grow their mindsets around every area of life, help them step into the highest version of, of themselves, um, help them you know become better manifestors, but also show them other parts of the world. And this retreat is a seven-night, completely all-inclusive luxury experience where um, you have everything included. So we have a private chef, we have a luxury villa, we have excursions, so we're going to be doing some uh, trekking around Bali, 
And we also do daily transformational group coaching sessions every single day. I'm gonna, I walk you through some sort of a process. We do some, um, some group coaching. We do journaling. And then depending on whether you pay in full or you do the payment plan, there's also uh, coaching sessions involved as well. And this is like the place, especially if you're someone who is craving like-minded friendships, um, if you're craving, you know, a world where there's other people out there who are focused on personal growth and there's other people out there who are focused on stepping outside of their comfort zones and growing into the best versions of themselves, my retreat attracts some of the most incredible people and that even I'm impressed with. And every time not only do the girls in my retreat grow, but I also grow as a person too. And it's been so amazing the last two retreats. So I wanted to share that experience with you, especially since I'm talking about traveling, especially since I'm talking about all of the experiences and how I've grown as a person, how my mindset has grown as a person, how I've changed as a person, and how I've become a more appreciative person and have become more filled with gratitude and just recognizing all of the blessings in my life, you know, from traveling the world, I wanted to gift you this experience as well. So if you're interested in traveling with me, and if you're in interested in joining me across the world in a place like Bali, Indonesia, you can go to manifestationbabretreat.com and um, that's where you can sign up. And if you have any questions on the details, the logistics, there's a lot of details on that page. But if you have any questions, just email my team, hello at manifestationbabe.com and someone will get back to you really soon. And the second invite before I go that I wanted to share with you is that next Monday, so five days from now, um, I am hosting a free five-day challenge called the Manifestation Babe Challenge where you can come and learn how to get out of your own way and attract anything and everything that you could possibly desire for your life and make it super easy and actionable. And I am teaching you how to make manifestation like ridiculously easy. And that challenge starts, it's completely free um, next Monday and you can sign up for it at Manifestation Babe Challenge. Dot com. And I believe that there are over 5,000 beautiful souls already signed up for the challenge. So if you have not yet gotten a chance to, go ahead and go to manifestationbabechallenge.com. So I am super jet lagged. I'm actually getting tired. <laughs> and um, so I'm going to go ahead and take a nap, but I'll upload this podcast episode first, get over my jet lag, um, and just get back to LA life. I really, really missed being here. I'm actually so happy to be home. Um, even though I travel around the world and love the whole digital, digital, bleh, digital nomad life, I'm still super grateful for being at home and there really is no place like home. So I love you guys so much and I'll actually be back tomorrow for a new episode and we're going to talk all about that breakthrough that I had at Tony Robbins that I'm so, so, so excited for you to hear about. Again, manifestationbaberetreat.com, manifestationbabechallenge.com. Go to those links, get yourself signed up. And um, again, three spots left for the Bali retreat. Love you guys so much. See you tomorrow. Mwah. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you absolutely loved what you heard today, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on iTunes so that I can keep up with the good stuff coming your way. If you aren't already following me on social media, come soak up the extra inspiration on Instagram by searching at Manifestation Babe or visiting my website at manifestationbabe.com. I love and adore you so much and cannot wait to connect with you in the next episode. 
in the meantime, go out there and manifest some magic.